Welcome to the interview chair. My name is Jimmy Casas and I am your host. Are you an educator who is currently feeling overwhelmed, exhausted, or wondering if you can continue to do this work? Visualize yourself back in the interview chair. You are genuine, sincere, and full of passion. You convinced the group of people that you were the best person for the job and you believed it. That is the real you. Thank you for joining me as I take you back to the interview chair to remind you of why you wanted to become an educator. Welcome to episode 16 of the interview chair. It's okay to say no. I was supervising an event one evening when a parent of one of my former students approached me and we started chatting. After a few moments, I asked her how her son Tam was doing. Great, she said, but he's homesick right now. I'm worried about him because he just keeps taking more and more on and saying yes to everything anyone asks him to do. For example, he was up late last night working on a paper that was due, and he's been working so many hours lately at his bartending job and coaching varsity basketball that I hardly ever get to see him. And he just agreed to start working one-on-one with a young boy, coaching him on his basketball fundamentals and skills. Then what she said next caught me by surprise. She asked, Jimmy, can you talk to him and tell him that it's okay to say no to people? I couldn't help but smile. I quickly responded, well, I can talk to him. It definitely can be challenging, but he has to learn that it's okay to say no to people without worrying they are going to be mad at him. I'll give him a call next week and chat with him. On my drive home that night, I couldn't stop thinking about my interaction with Tam's mom. I mean, she was right to worry. After all, what she described was no different than what I've witnessed hundreds of times over my career when it comes to the work of educators. How often have we found ourselves in similar situations, going and going, until we find ourselves completely exhausted? In fact, so exhausted that we don't leave much for those closest to us, in many cases, our own spouses and children. Yes, our families often find themselves on the back burner, waiting on us as we stay committed to our passion for serving others, sometimes giving more to other people's children than we give our own. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that it feels like sometimes we can't help ourselves. I mean, even today, after more than three decades of serving in this wonderful profession we call teaching and learning, I find myself conflicted, just like many of you do, I'm sure. One of the most valuable lessons I learned later in my career was The importance of saying no, even if saying yes felt easier and a lot less stressful. It took me years to learn and appreciate that, although gut-wrenching at times, saying no was a skill I needed to develop if I was going to not only survive, but thrive in my role as a school leader. So here are four things to consider that may help you if you are currently struggling with saying no to others. Number one. Pay attention on how you say no and what you do afterward. In situations where you can anticipate an emotional reaction to a no response, pay closer attention to how you say no so it doesn't become more about you than the no itself. Regardless of how the message is received, always take time to follow up with the individual or group whose request was denied. Doing so lets the other person or group know that you understand and respect their feelings of frustration and disappointment. Number two, the power and rightness aren't the same. Holding the power to make the final decision doesn't mean you're always right. If you said no at first but later see how the response could be a yes, 
Well, don't let pride get in the way. It's important that you control your emotional persistence to be right so that your need to be right doesn't jeopardize your credibility as a decision maker. Three, accept that dealing with stressful situations is a part of saying no. Expect some level of disappointment and frustration when your response to a request is not what the requester hoped to receive. The way you handle these emotional encounters affects your personal stress level and will determine how you are perceived as a leader to your staff or a mentor for your students. Stress is an inherent part of an educator's work. We know that. But how you manage stress is up to you. And finally, number four. Sometimes a no is the beginning of a deeper relationship. At least that's what I learned over time. I mean, I've been pleasantly surprised by the number of times an experience with a negative reaction to a no, the disappointed party has come back later with an apology. It serves as a reminder that the relationships we form over time can become more deeply rooted if we manage ourselves appropriately when the initial reaction we receive to a no is harsh or hurtful. Although there are moments when we all wish we could just say yes and avoid the stress that comes with a no response, I should say, a no response, we must continue to remind ourselves of all the good that comes from doing the right thing as opposed to doing the easy thing. And if new information is presented that changes your initial response, well, that's okay. As with other areas of our work, taking time to reflect on our decisions as educators, accepting that we don't always get things right, and then owning our mistakes, just like we said we would when we sat in that interview chair, are all valuable practices from which we can grow in as we model them for others. I know I need to get better at this as the demand for my own time grows exponentially. I'm not immune from exhaustion any more than you are. I mean, we're all human with physical, mental, and emotional limits, and it's okay to admit that and realize that it's okay to say no. People, we're not superhuman, nor are we superheroes. We're educators. We're educators who love what we do and who we want to make a difference in the lives of others. We don't need to be afraid to say no. People will understand. They will not be mad. They will not judge us. They will support a decision. They will still talk to us. They will still believe in us. More importantly, they will still reach out to me and you again and again, understanding that it is hard to say no, but knowing that next time we'll probably say yes. After all, we are educators and we are a gift to our children and our humanity. That is who we are and it is what we do. Believe in your heart that there is no greater gift that you can give to others than the gift of your own personal time and commitment, never forgetting that others will give you permission to say no when you are genuine and sincere in your word. You just need to give yourself permission and not feel guilty for giving yourself a pass. Remember, you can do anything, but you can't do everything. My friends... It is time to recalibrate. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And I hope that you will join me each week as I take you back to the interview chair. Because I know this, that when you sat in that interview chair, that, my friends, was the best version of you. Be 
sure to check out my website at jimmycostas.com backslash the interview chair for links, resources, and show notes. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Casas underscore Jimmy. If you enjoyed today's show from the interview chair, subscribe to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast to ensure you never miss an episode.